0: you're looking for more pet health tips, you can also subscribe to my free daily newsletter at healthypets.mercola.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy today's podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker and Marilyn Suss has been nominated for a Animal Game Changer Award, and we're so happy that Marilyn is here today joining us as a special guest to shine the light and help us understand about all the amazing work that she's doing. So Marilyn, thank you for joining us, and congratulations on your nomination. Thank you. So for listeners and readers who don't know about who you are and what you're doing, if you could give us a little history about um, what, what inspired you to go down this path, but then what you're doing now, that would be great.
1: Well, I was married for 61 years, unfortunately. My husband passed away seven years ago. Going to the cemetery, I stopped my car because something was crawling on the ground. I got out and it was a cat. And I went, all of a sudden, six cats came out to eat. I called my friend Mary, who does friendly ferals. And the both of us went the next day with food and traps. And we trapped. 11 to 12 cats that were starving. And then we had them uh, spayed and altered. And I have been going every day for the past few years between 10 and 11 o'clock in the morning, feeding these cats. They are absolutely wonderful. They come running to me when they see my car, they recognize me. Sometimes they're frightened by the groundkeepers and they're just marvelous. Mary brought five houses that she sells at the time to organizations to help these animals have homes. And we had five of these uh, houses put into the bushes where they were hidden. And I've been going down there every day, like uh, the mailman, snow, rain, sunshine. We've had around four inches of rain today. And I came back stopping wet but at least I fed a lot of the cats today and I know tomorrow I will do the same thing. I go down in the morning between eight and nine o'clock and I feed the birds, the squirrels, and the cats that live around my apartment house and uh, I feed them twice a day. And they just come running to me and unfortunately we couldn't find them homes for them, but they have been spayed and altered, which is such an important part of our uh, project. Absolutely it is. And did you know at the time when you
0: first went there and when you first saw that the kitten that ran out or the cat that ran out in front of you, you probably had no idea that this would become a passion of yours at all. But was it instant? Did you instantly say, I've got to come back tomorrow?
1: Oh, of course, because I had to help that animal. Not only that, one time one cat was mutilated and Bobby and I were able to trap her. And get her to Dr. Perkins in Flushing. And she was wonderful. She adopted this female cat for her own, uh, to bring her into her own home. Because she said she wasn't going to be mutilated anymore. But wow. uh, the has told us one time they were d- dog. there was a peacock. There were plenty of animals that had been abandoned and sent into this cemetery. It's such a wonderful thing to see them eating and to come to you. It's just wonderful. I wish people all over the world would be helping these animals that have no homes. And Marilyn, when you, um, I'm thankful that you had
0: a friend in trap, neuter, or or feral rescue. You had a friend that you could call, which is fantastic. She was able to assist you immediately in what to do and how to go about doing it. How many, how many animal, how many kitties total have you been able to trap, neuter,
1: and release? Uh, we caught 12 of them in one day. Wow. There's only, and there's now one male that I tried to trap. I was there for one hour. He wouldn't go by the trap no how. So he's the only cat that I know. He's beautiful black, big black cat and from where he came from, I don't know because all the others have been spayed and altered, but he is not and I can't yeah. I can't trap sure. He's too smart. He's very smart and very beautiful. And, and I'm sure that they
0: all have names. Has the population remained pretty stable since you started feed,
1: visiting and feeding the cats? Hello. Oh, kittens around. Absolutely. We have not had any uh, influx of kittens at all. Thank goodness for that. Yeah. For Mary, she is called Friendly Ferals, and she's done wonderful work with us to help these and- animals. It's wonderful. And it's wonderful that that these beautiful
0: souls with a passion for helping outdoor kitties are able then to assist you with your passion of working with this particular cemetery is the cemetery are the cemetery are the groundskeepers and the cemetery people I'm sure that they know your name are they supportive and
1: of what you're doing. Some people know my name. Some of them say, hi, Marilyn, how are you? And they're very nice because they they inform me what if something bad is happening in the cemetery, there are people that are object to have the animals there, but they were put there by other people and we yeah. can't do anything about it. We them homes. We can't, unfortunately, there aren't enough uh, places for these animals. Yeah. So you have to do your best by trying to get them to, to, to eat, bring them love. Give them hope that someone really loves them.
0: And when you visit, um, I'm sure some days some kitties come out and eat more than others. Uh, when you went this morning, how many kitties came out and said hello? How many kitties did you feed this morning?
1: There were six that ran to me because I have always water, always water fresh water, yeah. which I'm sure the raccoons uh, devour at night because every day the food is gone and the water is gone. I'm 89 years old. And I hope when I'm not here anymore, I don't know who I can, I can contact yeah. to help me feed animals in the street or at the cemetery, but they cannot starve. They can't. They have to be fed. Mm-hmm. I wish we could pick them all up and get, and give, get them a, a, a wonderful sanctuary, but they're just overburdened with everything right now. Yeah. We don't yeah. have enough. I have a checkbook that's filled with donations for animals, but this gives me a great feel of uh, happiness when I, when I do it.
0: I'm sure, Marilyn, when you, first of all, you had no idea that this was the next chapter when your husband died and you visited the cemetery. I am sure that you did not know that this was the next chapter that seeing this kitten and having this interaction and recognizing the need there at the cemetery that you, you did not know that this would be your next chapter, but it has obviously ignited a a passion in you to be able to provide continued care. When you think back, You've been doing this
1: seven years, is that right? Seven, this is your seventh Almost year? Was more than seven years. We, we were married 61 years when we lived in Jamaica. Uh, it, we had two dogs. And one rainy night, uh, this cat was following me around, following the dogs. And my husband was working nights. And I said to him, see, uh, if you see any stray animals, don't forget to bring them up. And sure enough, at one o'clock in the morning, he picked up this one cat. And that was our first cat we had, patches. And since then, I've had seven cats and two dogs.
0: And, and how long have you been doing your uh, volunteer community service work for the feral colony at the cemetery? How many years have you been going to the cemetery every day?
1: way over five years already.
0: Okay. Wow. So great. So great. So what do you love most? You've been a rescuer your whole life. This, um, your cemetery, your feral kitties. Um, and I wouldn't call, do the kitties come up? Are they, are they somewhat social with you or are they, would you call them feral at the cemetery?
1: of them are feral. Some of them stay back, but some of them just jump up and want to be petted and, and uh, loved. There are some that are very, very friendly. I have one right now that's near my apartment house that only wants to be petted. And I'm trying to find her a very lovely home where she's going to be safe.
0: Yeah, for sure. What do you love most, Marilyn, about the work that you're doing now with your outdoor rescues?
1: The satisfaction that I get that I'm helping an animal that has no home, that's going to be out in the cold, in the rain. And uh, I'm trying my best to try to, to help them survive. Yeah. And I wish everybody in the world would do the same thing. There are yep. people that, that do not like animals. There are people that billions of people that love animals. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of them that love an animal.
0: You're also, I believe, you're doing exactly what I think as humans. I think we're supposed to care for the, for the animals that need us in our path. And so, you know, when a squirrel comes in your path or a kid or whatever comes in your path that needs help, you are there. And I think that I think as, as humans... We're called to care for anim- for anything in our path that needs help, and you're living and walking that, which is admirable. And I'm thankful for every animal that crosses your path that needs you. You're there for them, which is beautiful. If you could tell, you are a wise woman, and you've you have um, you've got years of wisdom that you can pass along, Marilyn. If you could share one thing with the world, a tip or an idea or a thought or If you could share one thing with the world, if you would want the world to know one thing, what would it be? To help
1: an abandoned animal. Yeah. That's all. Let's try to get them off the streets and try to have more uh, options to get them homes. Yeah. And to have more people donate to help these poor animals that have no homes and are suffering. I've had enough cats that I had to pick up from the gutter that were hit by, hit by cars, and we had them uh, cremated.
0: Cremated. But yeah.
1: they were scared and they run because some people love them, some people don't. So uh, it just gives me a great uh, deal of satisfaction knowing I'm helping part of the community and feeding yeah. them and trying to help them get homes.
0: It's beautiful, Marilyn. If people wanted to learn more about what you're doing, do you have a means of, uh, do you of accepting donations or for learning
1: more? Or um, no, if people I wanted. I use my own money. Part of it is my social security. Every two weeks, I get uh, sixteen pound bags of dry cat food, and uh, uh, and, and the regular wet food. And uh, I'm not asking for any donations. I'm using my social security money. I've been working for over 45 years. And, uh, uh, you know, we do have professionals that I would love to see them donate more to uh, animal shelters, a non-kill animal shelter. And uh, we need more of those.
0: And do you, are you on social media, Marilyn, or heavens no? No, I'm not (laughs) on Facebook. Yeah, and you're very wise. My mother would say you're very, very wise. So you are, you are using your own money. To be yes. the animals that are coming into your um, life, the animals that you've built relationships with, for the animals that need help, that you're able to help and save, you are just doing your part. Right. I am. Amazing. And definitely worth it celebrating so you have lots of people in your area that love you and want to support you and nominated you as an animal game changer because you were dramatically impacting in a positive way the animals around you so it's inspiring and hearing your story is very inspiring thank you
1: doctor there are a lot of people that come by and say thank you for feeding the animals and then there are people that will walk by and say oh my god (laughs) yeah and and they can just keep walking
0: <laughs> absolutely
1: absolutely yeah.
0: well God bless you for all that you're doing you're an amazing woman and uh, I, I think that this will provide unbelievable not just care for the animals uh, for the rest of your life but what you're doing is influencing a circle around you of, of people that will be able to pick up your legacy and carry on uh, so that these animals are be are
1: provided for. Uh, on an ongoing basis. That's the goal. I've been in touch with neighborhood cats and uh, hopefully maybe one day they will be able to help these animals also. There are a lot of wonderful, wonderful organizations out, but are not enough people to donate to them to help them. Yep. Yep. So if more people got involved, it would save more
0: animals. Well, you are certainly, Marilyn, doing your part and more by visiting the cemetery every day. By caring for the animals in your immediate area every day, and those animals are, of course, um, indebted to you for your for you caring for them and looking out for their well being. So, thank you for all that you're doing. Thank you for interviewing me. Bye.